Hello, fellow Americans. I'm Alan Johnson, representing Freedom Gold USA. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on the minds of many conservative Americans, inflation and the looming threat of central bank digital currencies. Inflation is eroding your purchasing power. And if you don't take action, it's your savings, your retirement, and your children's future that will pay the price. But here's the kicker. The government is pushing forward with central bank digital currencies, giving them unprecedented control over your money. They can track every cent that you spend and potentially limit your financial freedom. At Freedom Gold USA, we believe in preserving your financial independence. So don't wait any longer. Protect your wealth with physical gold. Visit our website at freedomgoldusa.com or call us today at 1-888-411-1845. And together, we'll safeguard the American dream. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is call tonight, 503-225-0860. Or 866-536-7469. And yes, tonight's the night. Tonight's the night uh, we've set aside to contact Dr. Heldor. And a lot of people wait for these shows, I'm sure, because they want to know what the good doctor has to say to us all. And uh, I have to tell you tonight, I'm a little bit uh, hesitant, trepidatious. I can use all kinds of adjectives to describe how I'm feeling uh, with regard to the good doctor, because many of the things that she says, many of the things that she reveals to us, you know, there are a lot of things I'd say, you know, 79% correct, direct. Uh, but I don't know if there's any statute of limitations on prophecy or predictions. I know that any study that, you know, has been created with regard to the paranormal study of experiences deemed paranormal have been often neglected in a lot of, well, in the social sciences. The social sciences and the humanities are where most people learn about the paranormal. And I remember a friend of mine a long time ago was telling me about how uh, in her humanities class that she had in high school, they actually had a witch come. And she showed that she had a Ouija board. And the Ouija board was able to move without anyone touching it. Now, I don't, I don't know if that is true. But she told me that she watched the board move on its own and it really, uh, really freaked her out that there is some power there to be dealt with. And it's true that, you know, I guess back a while ago, you know, when this stuff was uh, first practiced, I mean, we go all the way back to the Civil War if you want to talk about Ouija boards. In fact, that's when they started coming on the scene because so many people had died in the Civil War, and they needed something to contact the dead. Even Thomas Edison was interested in creating a machine that would contact the dead. Early social scientific analysis of belief systems that incorporated spirits and other non-corporal entities were often linked to theories which worked on the assumption that such beliefs were false or incorrect or evil in some respects. Inevitably, such assumptions meant that those studied for their beliefs were inevitably represented as primitive or delusional, stupid, or misguided. The paranormal, while we always see that, you know, you can't 
sufficiently quantify the paranormal. It's certainly a topic that has been pervasive in the last 30 or 40 years, and there has not been a time since the end of the American Civil War where uh, people have been chasing ghosts or have been trying to contact the spirit realms. And this, believe it or not, shapes how a society develops. Religious beliefs uh, and experiences have often been reduced to symbolism and metaphor. And even in a supernatural world, main religions or mainstream religions don't, they don't like talking about self-prophecy. They don't like talking about prophetic dreams. They don't like talking about miracles in terms of the paranormal or some projected metaphoric activity. You can have answers to prayers, but answers cannot be given by dead loved ones who appear in dreams or manifest as ghosts. That's a no-no. I'm just saying, and I'm generalizing here, because I know there's some religions that believe, or a lot of Eastern religions believe that if the if your relatives are trying to speak to you, they're trying to tell you something. And if they're trying to speak to you in dreams or with love, they're trying to give you guidance from the other side. But some Christian thought is that a lot of this is the devil's work. Anytime a spirit contacts you, anytime that you are confronted by a spirit, you must always uh, think that the spirit is an evil spirit. I guess it's natural, but you know the thing is, is that we dream in metaphor. Our dreams are like contacting spirits. A large proportion of our most commonplace thoughts make use of an extensive but unconscious system of metaphorical concepts. That is, concepts from a typically concrete realm of thought that are used to comprehend another. So a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, I think, miss the point. I mean, they, they miss the fact that their unconscious mind registers metaphors all the time. Your unconscious mind registers things, whether they're true or false, in the same value. It's like I always uh, talk about how, uh, I don't know if you remember the uh, alien autopsy back when they uh, showed it on Fox, where millions of people had tuned in and watched that happen. Well, your mind, your brain, when it was watching it on TV, was registering something being cut up, something that looked like a human being cut up on television. It was like a ritualist sacrifice. Being, and even if it was a... A doll, like a lot of people claim, didn't matter. The brain seems to take things and create them and put them into a metaphor category. It's a mystifying metaphor. It's the mystifying spirit. Sometimes, sometimes that uh, there are metaphors and there are tulpas, thought forms, that manifest in the real world. They break away from their creator and then they manifest in a creepy form of super, uh, superposition. And that's why you hear stories of Slender Man. You know, Slender Man was, was actually something that was created on the internet. But somehow ripped its way through the internet, got into the real world, and then influenced people to do evil things. Or so they say. It's like the, the young girls that lured the little girl into the playground and stabbed her and said that she did it for Slender Man. I mean, this is the strange contact that that a lot of people find controversial. The strange contact with the other side that people find evil. And all by itself... Uh, it opens a lot of taboos. Most religious individuals see these types of manifestations as an intrusion, meaning they're unwelcome. Uninvited, unwanted irritants. That's what the spirit world is to some people. And many will hold their hand to the square and they'll rebuke a spirit in the name of Jesus. Why? Because, well, Jesus is a good disinfectant for all things that you think are evil. And, and a lot of spirits recognize Jesus' name. But there are a lot that don't. 
There are a lot, uh, you know, a lot of demons and and jinn and those from Mesopotamia. You've got the Middle Eastern demons. You got the Dibiks. You got the jinn. You got the the Gollum, and they respond to others. They don't respond. I mean, the Gollum, I don't think respond to the Goyim. They never have. And I think jinn are controlled by people, madmen within the backgrounds of uh, what we call esoteric magic within Islam. These are the same groups that create Hamas, the same groups that create ISIS. They're certainly evil knockoffs of Islam, which is uh, terrifying in and of itself. 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. You're listening to Ground Zero. I'm Clyde Lewis, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.